0: It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now.
1: And welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, as always, with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, in August, Decal received over $17 million from the Governor's Emergency Education Relief Funding set aside by the CARES Act for our new SOLVE scholarships, which stands for Supporting On-Site Learning for Virtual Education. This provides additional child care options for students ages 5 through 12 whose school systems have opted primarily for virtual learning. In addition, it will allow parents who need to return to work to have a secure option for their child, ensuring they are under professional care in a safe environment. Commissioner, today we're getting an update on this program and details around expanding the scholarships later this month.
2: Right, so the SOLVE scholarship uh, went into effect early in September, so uh, we're looking forward to sharing an update and also talking about how we're able to expand this um, to other groups of students.
1: Great news for parents and uh, students alike as we continue to uh, sort of chart our way through the pandemic. Joining us to talk about SOLVE is Elizabeth Casper, Deputy Commissioner for the CAPS program. And Kay Mayfield is Scholarship Administration Director for CAPS. Ladies, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you.
1: Elizabeth, with so many Georgia school systems opting for virtual learning during this pandemic, what is the idea behind Solve? And uh, how are these scholarships being received so far?
0: Well, um, we needed something for families who needed to still go to work to be able to bring their children when they couldn't bring them into the regular brick and mortar school building because um, those schools are primarily virtual. So, what this does is it allows um, us to issue scholarships for school aged children um, so that they can attend um, their distance learning from a childcare program. And it's been well-received. We definitely have uh, child care providers who are glad to participate and um, are um, happy to serve these families and um, lots of families who really need this service who are taking advantage of it. It's been great so far.
1: So, of the Solve scholarships were um, initially offered for students ages 5 through 12, but now later this month, we are expanding the program. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, we are expanding to include children and young adults who are 5 to 22 if they have a disability. Uh, these families especially um, may have some needs right now, and we thought this expansion would help serve more families and, again, try to make things a little bit easier in this difficult time.
3: So, Kay, how much does this help the average family? The amount differs based on the family's location, the type of provider chosen, and the star rating of the provider, but the average family might expect to have tuition covered in the amount of $172 per week. For a center that charges $200 per week, that would be roughly $800 per month and would mean that the, fa- the parent would only have to pay $112 of the $800 in charges per, per month. For a parent who has to work and needs school time care for their child due to the pandemic, it's a huge help.
2: So we're also making a change on the income limit for children and young ad- adults with a disability. Kay, how does that work?
3: That's right. Families with a child or young adult with a disability have no household income limits in order to qualify. Those families just need to meet all other SOB requirements.
1: So, Kay, beginning December 19th, we're accepting applications for this new offering. How do families go about uh, applying, and what counts as a qualifying disability, and and what verification would a family need to provide in that
3: case? Families can apply on Georgia Gateway at gateway.ga.gov. There's a link right on the home page, which directs the family to apply for a new soft scholarship. If they click the link, they can complete the application. Any disability that impacts the child's learning is considered qualifying. Some examples include intellectual disabilities, hearing, speech or language or visual impairments, and autism. And parents can provide support for the disability in several ways. A written diagnosis and statement of how the child's learning is impacted from a licensed medical specialist is acceptable. Also, if the family has an individualized family service plan, or the child has an individualized education plan or individualized accommodation plan, those are also acceptable. A complete list of acceptable documentation can be found in the SOB information link in the SOB application.
2: This support allows parents who need to return to work to have a secure option for their child and will give them peace of mind knowing their children are being cared for in a safe environment. Elizabetta, that's always a good thing.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. I think in these times, families are under tremendous amounts of stress for many reasons. And so knowing that they can bring their child to a child care program that has um, implemented all of the safety measures that child care programs are implementing right now, and they can just do their job and go to work, um, I think gives a lot of peace of mind. Um, And so I think that this is is just a really good option for families who um, are in these districts that are primarily virtual that really need this option.
1: Yeah. These uh, changes are really improvements uh, to solve, have the full support of Governor Brian Kemp, uh, who gave us this quote for a news release that'll be going out uh, soon uh, from DECAL. Here's the quote. Throughout the pandemic, we have remained laser-focused on ensuring that parents can return to work safely with the knowledge that their children are well taken care of. This expansion of the SOLVE program to cover children and young adults with disabilities enables us to expand that opportunity to more families in our state, and I want to thank Commissioner Jacobs and her team for working tirelessly to administer these grants and support children and parents throughout Georgia. Very nice quote uh, from our governor.
2: Yes, it was very nice, and we definitely appreciate um, the recognition from the governor. This was, you know, his request. He understands that all students are struggling with managing virtual learning, um, but even st- but even more students with disabilities, and so. Um, He was behind us from the get-go to figure out how we can help students with disabilities through the SOB program. Uh, Elizabeth and Kay, how is the CAPS program functioning overall, especially in light of the continuing public health emergency?
0: Um, We're actually doing really great. I'll certainly let Kay respond about um, the division she oversees, the process of all the applications. we um, have been functioning, uh, working at home, and we are able to do all the various things that we did before in the office, and um, have, have really been, you know, considering all the various circumstances that everybody's dealing with, have really done really well. Kay, do you want to talk a little bit about processing applications and how that's going?
3: Yeah, I agree with Isabella. Our staff has done really well in their transition to working from home. They haven't really skipped the beat in being able to process those applications. So I'm really proud of their flexibility and their dedication to doing their work.
1: I think we've applauded just about every week uh, how our entire DECAL team has done a great job of pivoting and improving and uh, working uh, a lot of times online and from home remotely. Uh, so we want to thank the CAPS team for doing that uh, as well. They've been outstanding and had never really done it before. Um, working remotely. So that's uh, quite uh, a compliment to them. Elizabeth, how many children and families are we serving now through the CAPS program?
0: Um, That's a great question. We continue to serve just about 50,000 children, actually I think a little bit over, and that generally equates to just about 35,000 families because many families have more than one child.
2: We talk a lot about two generational strategies or two gen uh, to support the whole family with the CAPS program. Elizabeth, what does that mean?
0: Um, Well, by virtue of the way that we operate the CAPS program, it in and of itself is a two gen strategy. And that's because we are serving both the child in the situation by trying to find and place children in high quality early education programs. And we serve the parent by helping them financially with paying for that care. Uh, but we also within CAPS um, and within DECAL overall um, participate in many two gen strategies. Um, one that's um, of note is our relationship with the technical college system of Georgia. And they, um, we work with them to try to refer parents from the CAPS program to um, degree and certificate programs in adult um, ed that they offer. Um, And then they also refer their parents to the CAPS program. um, And so that those children can get high quality um, experiences uh, by going through DECAL and we can help them to find quality rated uh, childcare programs and they can, uh, and, and of course, get the financial assistance through CAPS.
1: I think we mentioned this before when we were initially launching Solve, but Elizabeth, this um, works a lot like a CAPS scholarship. The, the money that we're talking about is paid directly to the child care provider. Is that correct?
0: That is correct, Reg. We, um, very much like CAPS, the parent applies through our gateway system, and uh, we receive the application, Um, we approve or deny the application, but if we approve it, then they have selected a child care provider, and um, the child care provider uh, then gets a copy of the scholarship and is able to bill us on it when the child attends, and so um, that is how, that's how it works, and then we issue a payment directly to the child care provider, as you mentioned, and then the other With caps is with caps. There's generally a family fee depending on um, the child, the family's income. However, with Solve, there is no family fee. And so, um, I think Kay mentioned in the uh, beginning of of our uh, um, podcast, she mentioned that uh, the that there was a rate for children with, excuse me, for families with a child with a disability of um, an average of $172 a week. It could be higher, it could be lower, depending, as she mentioned, on location and um, facility type and whether the program is star rated or not. Um, But a a family with a typical child, where it's not a child with a disability, has a slightly different rate. It's a bit lower. Um, We offer a higher rate for families with children with disabilities for many reasons, but um, one, we want to make sure that these families um, can find child care providers that will serve their needs. But um, we also, um, in, excuse me, in Solve, offer a rate like excuse, uh, for, for the other groups of children who are not a, a family with a child with a disability of roughly $118 a week. And that again is an average, so it could be higher or lower depending on facility type, location, and star rated um, star rating.
1: Right. You know, I thought of one other question that we didn't cover today, and, and that's the provider side. I know you've been communicating uh, with providers. This is kind of new territory for them. Um, you know, the uh, the after school uh, programs. Already exists, but it's mainly after school. We're talking about school age children coming into a childcare setting, um, you know, and they're doing virtual studies. That's also new. How are they doing uh, with this so far?
0: That's a great question. We have heard from a lot of childcare providers, and we've been so impressed with how flexible they have been in implementing um, strategies. Because as you can imagine, if you're in, let's take for example, a childcare center, and you have multiple children with a SOLV scholarship or with a CAP scholarship who are doing their virtual learning um, um, or distance learning from the childcare program, perhaps they might go to different elementary schools and they might have different schedules. And so as a childcare provider, you're having to balance all of these different things with, this, with these children happening at the same time. Not to mention as families at home know, I'm sure they've had a lot of challenges with the internet, getting connected to the various distance learning platforms, helping their children to log in and stay logged in if something happens. So as a childcare provider, they're having the same experience, except... They have it with multiple children at different times. And so as you can imagine, the person who is supervising and providing the care to that, those children is also very busy helping them with everything to do with logging in and whatnot, and maybe even helping answer some questions about their schoolwork. So right. I think that the child care community has really risen to the challenge and um, has, has been extremely just demonstrated extreme commitment and flexibility and we're very proud to be able to partner with them um to provide this service
1: yes absolutely uh go back about two weeks in our podcast uh if you'd like to hear from a couple of child care providers who have somehow uh, found a way to remain open uh, throughout the pandemic and uh hear firsthand kind of uh Uh, The bits and pieces of how this has all come together, particularly uh, through some uncharted waters when it comes to uh, Solve and uh, distance learning and that kind of thing. So again, the headline today, families with children or young adults with a disability up to age 22 can apply for support from Solve beginning December 19th, 2020, using the CAPS Georgia Gateway System found at gateway.ga.gov, and for more information on the SOLVE program or on applying for these special resources, visit us at decal.ga.gov. You can call 1-833-442-2277, that's 833-442-2277, or email solve at decal.ga.gov. That's S-O-L-V at decal.ga.gov. Great news from the CAPS program. Always great news from our friends, Elizabetta and Kay, doing such great work for families and children to Jen all across the state of Georgia. Ladies, thanks for being with us today. Good luck with the expansion of the Solve program.
0: Thank you. It's great to be here. Now your questions from
3: The Water Cooler. Hello, I'm Greg Brown
2: and I work in the legal division here in Atlanta. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is do you know whether child care providers may have may be designated for early access to any vaccine that becomes available? Thank you. Uh, well, Greg, that is a great question um, that I wish I had a more definitive answer to. I think it's actually um, a great thing to think about, and I will definitely make sure that as the governor and Dr. Toomey make those decisions on how those vaccines are administered and who gets them first, that child care um, is definitely at the top of the list. Because you're right, they have been, they've been working through this whole pandemic and will continue um, to be working, and so we definitely make, need to make sure they have access to that. Great question, Greg.
1: And it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers received to this question. You email your response to download at decal.ga.gov. We put all the correct answers together, draw one name, and you're our winner. Here's the question. What does SOLVE stand for? What does SOLVE stand for? Answer that question. Uh, we'll put all the names together, draw out the winner. Thanks for playing and good luck.
0: Thanks for tuning in to DECAL Downloads. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.